the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump still speaking at the conservative CPAC conference outside of Washington. Among the Democrat policies, he's taking aim at the Green New Deal. Just this week, more than 100 Democrats in Congress signed up for a socialist takeover of American health care. Their radical government-run plan, if you call it that, would lead to colossal tax increases, increases like you've never seen before. Meanwhile, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says the so-called Green New Deal also mandates taxpayer funding for abortions. The Trump administration has imposed new sanctions on six high-ranking members of the Venezuelan security forces and also revoked the visas of other officials. It's all part of the pressure they're putting on President Nicolas Maduro to step down. This is SRN News. Mike Gallagher says we didn't learn anything from Michael Cohen. Cohen admitted he saw no evidence of collusion, which was the whole basis of the Mueller investigation. A lot of dirt, a lot of gossip, a lot of nastiness. This is a man who, by all accounts, was furious that he didn't get a job in the White House. And we didn't get the gig in the White House. He decided to go scorched earth with Donald J. Trump. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Non-stop conservative talk here on AM 1280, The Patriot, coming up, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. On vocals, it's uh, Mitch Berg, the headliner, longest-running conservative local talk show in the Twin Cities, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, on the longest-running conservative talk station, AM 1280, The Patriot. Here's that forecast. Today, 19 for the high, could see a few snow showers tonight, and 8 below for the overnight low. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Broadcasting from the corner of Underwood and Murphy, it's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. Great to be back in Minnesota today. It's political discussion from the great Minnesota get-together, covering the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. I took the initiative and creating the internet. Now, here's your host, Mitch Byrne. I don't know whose idea it was to broadcast at the State Fair in the middle of one of the coldest winters in, in Minnesota history. Snowiest February ever, but here we are. I, I don't know. When the sales department says jump, I say off what? Whew. I mean, I'm I'm from North Dakota, and I and I mock and taunt Minnesotans for their so-called winters. But oh man, doing an outdoor broadcast on a day like today is is troublesome, especially because the 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 building we usually broadcast from here on Underwood and and uh, and, and and Randall is is not here. It's just a bare flat lot in the middle of Machinery Hill. 
<sighs> anyway, none of my guests are going to show up out here. I don't know. Terminator Ann, can you have a word with the sales to people to find out what what's the deal with us broadcasting from the State Fair today of all days? Yeah, I will for sure uh, get to them. They definitely do not pay us enough for being outside today. No, it's not. They don't. And not even a thermos full of coffee here today. <laughs> Uh, no, my usual intro got uh, got got missed somewhere, so we had to go back to the State Fair version of the intro, which, to be fair, at least has the longer version of the uh, Iron City House Rockers theme song. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> I am, in fact, back in the studio for the first time in a couple of weeks. I was out last week, uh, of course. Uh, by the way, my name is Mitch Berg. My blog shot in the dark dot info. And uh, I am here in the studio for the first time in a couple of weeks as I was out last week and ran a uh, sort of an evergreen Why I'm a Second Amendment Advocate show uh, yesterday, one that I recorded last year during the gun rights rally. Well, we had our rally last week, and even though the weather was inclement and there was a blizzard uh, bearing down on the Twin Cities, which I know in this past month doesn't narrow it down that much, but in fact, last Saturday, the weather was inclement and it led to a Sunday snowstorm, which uh, was certainly uh, certainly didn't under normal circumstances wouldn't bode well for attendance at any kind of event anywhere in the state of Minnesota. But Second Amendment advocates are not so easily swayed. We had a thousand people turn out at least. I mean, that's a conservative estimate. A thousand people turned out to the rotunda of the Minnesota State Capitol last Saturday, uh, late morning, early afternoon to hear about 90 minutes of speakers and uh, urges to get out and take action to defend the Second Amendment here in Minnesota from what is becoming an ever more cynical and serious attack on them in the Minnesota State Legislature. We're going to be talking about that at some great depth here today on the broadcast uh, with a number of guests here. So stick around for that. That'll be uh, that'll be time well spent. The uh, you know, like we said, about a thousand people turned out, and it was if you looked at the photos, which by the way I showed uh, uh, examples from two different rallies at uh, Shot in the Dark Info this past week. Uh, the Protect Minnesota rally, the the gun control group. That is the not only not only the the primary gun control group in the state of Minnesota, but the intellectual leaders of the gun control movement in the state of Minnesota turned out. I'll be extremely charitable and say twenty people for their debate, uh, debate for their rally earlier that same week, maybe the week before. I forget. Doesn't matter. Uh, they if there were a dozen people visible in the photo uh, from the top of the rotunda, I'd be amazed. The photo from the same perspective uh, of our rally, the good guys rally this past week, uh, people were standing three levels deep on the second and third levels of the rotunda, and the main level was completely packed. I was doing security for the most part, just basically making sure everyone was happy and heading to the right directions and picking up after themselves for the most part, because let's be honest, security isn't really a big issue at these uh, events. Second Amendment people are as a broad rule, the most well-behaved people in the United States. Uh, but that's, doesn't, that doesn't prevent uh, the other side from trying to find something to whine about. And, and that's, uh, we'll talk about the, the positive takeaways from the rally in a bit here. We're also going to be talking uh, later on this uh, in the show with a bunch of people who were at some of the hearings this past week. And that's really the big 
call to action if you're a Second Amendment supporter or really a supporter of any of our civil rights. And that is uh, it's time to grab a piece of rope and start pulling. Uh, There are hearings going on. There were hearings this past week. There will be hearings this coming week on bills that are on their way through the Minnesota House of Representatives, on their way to their rendezvous with a trash bin in the Senate. But it's still important to get out there and let our legislators know who is boss. And we'll explain why a little later on in the broadcast here. But the rally, as these things tend to do, went off without any kind of real hitch. Uh, Like I said, gun owners are just about the most well-behaved people in our society. I saw... Uh, statistics from the Crime Prevention Research Center uh, in recent weeks that show that that uh, people with carry permits in this country nationwide are one-sixth as likely to commit any sort of violent crime as the police. Now, the police, as a rule, as a group, are one-seventh as likely as the general population. You, you figure and hope that the police are a safer bet in terms of committing violent crime than, than the general public are. And they are by a factor of about 86%. People with carry permits, law-abiding citizens who meet the requirements to get a carry permit or, for that matter, who meet the requirements to carry legally without a permit in constitutional carry states, are safer than them by a factor of six to one. So you put the numbers together, the average citizen with a carry permit or who has the right to keep and bear arms in general is 42 times safer, six times seven, 42 times safer than the general public. And the general public includes our critics uh, out there. So I found this ironic. Uh, we we had we we've had a uh, a, a few there there was an episode this past week uh, at the rally that that kind of grabbed our, uh, everyone's attention actually got a little bit of unearned national attention uh, this past week and it boils down to this operatives from the party of James Hodgkinson the party that nudges and winks and tolerates quote anti end quote Fa, the party of Representative Eric Nuke, the gun owner's Swalwell, the party whose vice presidential candidate and whose attorney general uh, urged Democrats to, quote, fight in the streets against Republicans. That would be vice presidential candidate Tim Kaine and former attorney general Loretta Lynch. Uh, and uh, also the party that uh, whose representative who, who's members demand a military coup that would be comedian Sarah Silverman or the party of people who punch teenage girls that would be Woody Kane the son of the last Democrat vice presidential nominee or people who punch allegedly grown-up girls that would be our attorney general Keith the Thumper Ellison or the party whose members fantasize uh, or dramatize about killing Republicans or blowing them up. That would be Madonna or rapper Snoop Dogg or formerly famous rapper Bow Wow uh, or who do, uh, who care, whose media members carry out internal media threads about killing Republicans or, or well, let's just say uh, 
comedic productions, I, I put that in scare quotes, about killing Republicans. That would be Kathy Griffin, who uh, posed with a bloody prosthetic head of Donald Trump, uh, or who, for that matter, are the party uh, who has wrapped themselves around a name, uh, granted an unearned name, an appropriated name, but a name of a group that fought their, quote, enemy, end quote, with guns and bombs and Molotov cocktails and dynamite and blew up their trains and killed them in restaurants and shot them down in the field, blew up their trucks, blew up their factories. That, that term being, of course, the resistance. They, they co-opted a term of, they, they, they didn't co-opt the peaceful resistance. They co-opted the resistance. They, they didn't co-opt the legacy of Martin Luther King. They co-opted or tried to co-opt the legacy of, of the people who fought against the Nazis. Oh, by the way, the party of generalized, internalized, not always successfully internalized rage, uh, Senator Amy Dearest Klobuchar, or are countless threats, countless death threats against everyone from the Covington kids to every, every conservative politician to yours truly and people I know and have worked with in the conservative media field and a general climate of violent bigotry and hatred, not to mention a predilection to uh, using militaristic terminology to describe civil policy functions, the uh, constant references to moral equivalent of war and war on this and war on war on poverty, war on housing, war on on low minimum wage, whatever. They, they, they're, they're declaring war on civil issues constantly. So the party of all these people, of of actual killers, of would be killers, of people who threaten to kill, of people who threaten to maim, of people who demand that you punch a Nazi where Nazi equals everyone who didn't vote for Hillary Clinton. That party is upset that friend of the broadcast, Representative Cal Barr, who got into a bit of a rhetorical flourish at the rally last week and urged a group of people who, by again, statistically speaking, are safer than the general public by a factor of 42 times, ninety close to 98%, I think it's 97.5%, less likely to commit any violence, urged them to run over and stomp on a couple of pieces of really stupid legislation. And, yeah, he worded it in a way where, out of context, you could say, yeah, he's urging people to stomp on people. Sure, let's call it even. (laughs) It's a classic. Oh, by the way, and I thought it was hilarious that one of the Democrat operatives that was uh, yomping and uh, jumping around and skipping and yapping about this this so-called threat this past week was Democrat operative William Davis, who was the one who just before the election uh, had his tweets about hauling Republicans to the guillotines uh, publicized just before the election. He was suspended briefly with no consequences for that. The party of violence doesn't like Republican vi- <laughs> inadvertently violent rhetoric. When they talk, you gotta listen and then hold them to their own words, ladies and gentlemen. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere, I'll be right back.
Have you tried digital marketing but don't know if it's getting you customers? Got different companies running your web design, social media marketing, and geofencing, but not sure which is working and which is a waste of your dollars? Contact us at Salem Surround, digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We can put all your digital marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Relief Factor is made from high-quality fish oil and essential nutrients. Gives your body the help it needs to aid fighting recurring aches and pains. When life's aches and pains get you down, you need relief. Physicians made Relief Factor as an essential way to support the body's fight against aches and pains. It's a remarkable product. It has worked. I only endorse it because it helped my wife with her knee pain. I didn't even know she was taking it. Then when it was mentioned, she said, oh yeah, this stuff is is like magic. Look, there are people who've told me they've postponed or delayed or simply negated surgery because of Relief Factor. That's how powerful it is. Go to www.relieffactor.com, that's relieffactor.com, or call 800-583-84, that's 800-583-84. This remarkable product is called Relief Factor, relieffactor.com. How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. Just call Superior Travel and mention the code RADIO and save up to $500. We'll design a custom, fantastic vacation just for you with all the bells and whistles. Not some cookie-cutter vacation, but a unique, all-included vacation customized by one of our exclusive travel experts. And our service is completely free. You pay nothing more. So why waste your time? Let us do it for you. We've got over 100 years of travel experience to help create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-472-1494. 800-472-1494. That's 800-472-1494. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Join us, won't you please? I, I'm just commenting about the irony of of, uh, of, of the Democrats. Not, not just Democrats in general, as I mentioned, the... The party that that embraces the long list of people who who use genuine, abs, absolutely considered, focused, uh, in context, violent rhetoric to describe politics—not just describe politics metaphorically, but in fact urge people to go out and commit violence against Republicans—and and and by the way, successfully. I mean, you've heard the stories of 
Republicans being forced out of restaurants and stores and and events uh, because leftists, Democrats, same thing these days, decide that they, they need to be hounded and badgered out of polite society and othered as if they are uh, some genuine scourge on society, which to them dissent actually is. We're talking people like William Davis, who, 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 who a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, on Twitter said, and, and this is taken directly from his Twitter feed, after the election, it's time to haul Republicans off to the guillotines. Which, again, he he wrote it off as as a joke, and to which I have to respond, "This, this is what you morons joke about? Ha ha! Joking about killing the other side? That's That never gets old, does it? Well, apparently, if you're a Democrat, it doesn't. Anyway, this is this is uh, and by the way, I was there. Like I said, I was I was not far from the podium when Cal Barr made his remarks. And as someone whose family business is public speech, I'm here to tell you it was an off the cuff uh, bit of rhetorical excess uh, by someone who is quite clearly excited to be working a room full of friendly people. It happens. The adrenaline gets going. I've you, you get in front of a crowd, and if you don't have a lot of practice in sort of governing where your emotions take you, your emotions can take you places that, that, that you probably, in retrospect, don't want to go. It happens. For that matter, sometimes you just misspeak. I have told a story myself of, of being my dad's high school speech class. Yes, I said that speech was the family business. Dad was, in fact, a speech teacher and a, and a great one. And I've told the story of being given an impromptu speech about the actor Forrest Tucker and having 30 seconds to make up a one-minute speech about Forrest Tucker and in the heat of the moment making a, a blurting out an utterance that you can probably fill in yourself and I certainly can't not on not on any radio station much less a Salem radio station it's and, and if I were identified as a Republican at that point and been giving a speech in public and a Democrat operative like William Davis had been standing there uh, taking notes recording uh, tracking the event you can be absolutely certain he'd have been there saying conservative activist pelts the crowd with with a with a shower of obscenities. Well, technically I did one. Uh but it it was completely inadvertent. Now, was Cal Barr's uh, statement that we should back over uh, the 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 sponsors of these bills and stomp on them? Uh necessarily the kind of thing that you want to uh <laughs> that you want to have put put out there as your rhetoric no of course not not if you want to run a civil society not if you want to get along in a society where you don't have to fight a civil war over every time there's a transfer of power the road the democrats seem to be taking us down if you look at some of the rhetoric that they're giving us uh you don't want that and i, I know cal i've emceed his fundraiser a fundraiser of his i've had him on this broadcast more than once uh i've i've known him for quite some time heck he sat in with my band over the summer uh and and i've heard the guy sing karaoke anyway is he a violence prone individual no 
He's not. But that's not what opposition research is about. And, and whatever, you, and I know most of you are smarter than this, but opposition research is is basically finding anything that your opponent does or in some cases can be portrayed to have done that will take that will make the the undecided or the weak supporter or the weak opponent change their mind about something and some of it i'm not going to say it's entirely a democrat thing but 90% of it is is democrat opposition research and some and the 90% i'm talking about is really really slimy i mean depraved my favorite example was during the 2010 election campaign. And our friend and Northern Alliance colleague, King Banyan, was running for the Minnesota House of Representatives up in St. Cloud in a very tight race, a, a race that was so tight that it got to election day. At the end of election day, he had a 15-vote lead, 15 votes. And it was a... And there was a recount. I think he wound up extending his lead by a few votes. Uh, it was it was a squeaker uh, of a race, and in an attempt to influence the race, the Democrat Party, the DFL, dropped literature in the district showing King uh, standing. Who, by the way, is a fairly swarthy guy. He's of Albanian descent, not Albanian, Armenian, Armenian descent. And uh, Armenians are uh, a fairly swarthy lot. They have features uh, that that, dark skin, uh, sort of features that could be mistaken for Middle Eastern because Armenia is sort of the gateway, one of the gateways to the Near East, which is what you go through to get to the Middle East. And if you are ignorant, A, the DFL wants your vote. B, you don't know the difference between an Armenian and an Arab and a Turk and a Chechen and a Uzbek, for that matter. They all kind of look the same. I mean, the Near East, Middle East, near parts of the Far East, anything between anything between Greece and India might as well be all the same. Heck, it's hard for people who... who know the difference between these parts of the world to to tell just on basic visible traits. And if you're talking about the ignorant clods that the DFL opposition research aims their output at, hell, it's a no-brainer. So King, being a rather swarthy chap, uh, does also a fairly prominent economist, uh, has done a fair amount of contracting work for govern, uh, governments in the Near East and the Middle East, for that matter, including Georgia, the country, not the state, Armenia, Azerbaijan, some of those countries in the Caucasus region from whence we Caucasians spring. And as part of that, he has had pictures of himself taken in front of the landmarks of the area, some of which include things that look like mosques, things that look like things that spook the ignorant like like minarets and and Araby looking things, and between the his swarthy mian and his swarthy relatively swarthy ethnically ambiguous appearance and the background photos, 
the DFL opposition research sent out literature implying that King Banyan, conservative talk show host and college professor, was somehow linked with terrorism, Middle Eastern terrorism of one type or another. And it was, I'd like to say it's the most scabrous smear that I've seen these hamsters put out. And in some ways it may have been (laughs) in terms of the difference between perception or desired perception and and projected perception and reality. Uh, In many other ways, it's, it's pretty much par for the course. And so the smear against Representative Cal Barr and by extension, everyone that was in the room, uh, because of course they, they being the Democrats' uh, smear machine and the media that takes them at face value, uh, took uh, took that to a uh, not not only a, a referendum on Cal Barr's rhetoric, but the opinions of everyone in the room. If Cal Barr could say this, certainly everybody in the room is a quote extremist end quote, which is by the way uh, the the term that the DFL's been using. Everyone out there who is pro gun, uh, pro Second Amendment, is an extremist. It's one of those terms that they change. It's becoming a chanting point on the part of the far left. Anyway, the idea that Cal Barr was urging this really mild-mannered and law-abiding crowd to go out and stomp people, uh, real people, really, is completely absurd to anyone who thinks about it at all. Unfortunately, that's not the audience that uh, the, the, the Democrats' noise machine is aiming at. They're aiming at the ignorant. They're aiming at the people who repeat chanting points pretty much without a whole lot of criti- uh, critical thought. And that's uh, part of our problem here. So anyway, it was a peaceful rally. It was a peaceful rally by a whole lot of the sort of people that made this country great and continue to make this state as good as it is. Uh, uh, 1,000 among... 290,000 Minnesotans. Oh, that news just came out this past week. The number of Minnesotans with carry permits, despite all of the yapping in the media, just keeps climbing. 290,000 Minnesotans now uh, have carry permits. And this alone is a message that the DFL is doing their absolute darndest to try and squelch. We'll talk about that and much more when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-290-7100. That's 800-290-7100. 800-290-7100. 
Come on into the Rack Shack's new Egan location and wrap your taste buds around the Patriot Burger. Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, here with Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue. How are you liking that new Egan location? Oh man, Egan is wonderful. We have so much more space and a dynamic center that allows us to better serve our in-store customer as well as our catering clients. You know, Keith, our listeners love the Patriot Burger almost as much as the Patriot. It's a brisket and chuck half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top and the American flag proudly flies out of the top of the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Get it? $12.80? Best burger in the USA. You really have to try it today at the Rack Shack Barbecue's new Egan location. We're just a mile east of Cedar Avenue on Cliff Road in the heart of Cedar Cliff Center. You'll love our new digs. Come and see us today or join us at RackShackBarbecue.com. Rack Shack Barbecue, oh, oh, oh. This is Dan Prof for townhall.com. The sexualization of children will be televised. It's on Good Morning America, where an 11-year-old drag queen dances provocatively to the approval of the hosts and studio audience alike. It's on Hulu in the form of a series, Pen 15, with behavior I can't describe here. Gore Vidal would be approved by the standard of today's culture. In 2015, an admitted pedophile argued in Salon.com that, quote, society preventing children from engaging in sex play and romance is akin to preventing them from learning to swim, unquote. Today, New York State legislators respond to sex trafficking by introducing legislation to legalize prostitution. The social justice response to sex abuse by Catholic clergy is to remove the celibacy vow and prohibitions on homosexuality for priests. The response to the latest sexual abuse charges against R. Kelly is for his attorney to assert an implicit consent defense for preying on 14-year-old kids. The sexual revolution is on the cusp of conquering its final frontier. I'm Dan Prof. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget, you can listen to our special Prepare and Respond broadcast on demand. Just uh, visit the podcast page at am1280thepatriot.com. You will there hear practical tips on planning for an emergency situation, securing your school or office building, and preventing cyber attacks. This is vital information, so take a listen today. And listen with uh, and share that with a friend, a coworker. Whether you run a school, a business, an IT team, a church, whatever, make sure you uh, make make sure you tune in. It's totally worth it. Uh, we made it free to the public, just because. Well, safety is important for everyone here. So. Uh, 651-289-4488. You can also join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N A R N Show. Uh, Back during the election, uh, or actually right after the election, the midterms, which were not a good time for Republicans, especially uh, Republicans in the metro area of Minnesota, certainly good for uh, Republicans statewide. We we flipped two seats and lost two seats. Uh, so it was, we, we came up even, which at least in terms of congressional seats was as good as we could hope for, most likely under the circumstances. It's a shame, but might be true. <sighs> but... Here in the metro, at least, uh, the legislative uh, news was all bad. And that night, I said, yeah, no, it's depressing. And, yeah, we need to really get our uh, 
act together. We need to get our ducks in a row, as they say, uh, Republicans and conservatives in the metro area. It's it's uh, important that we do. It's important that we not have another beating like this again in 2020. In fact, if you uh, support not just Second Amendment rights, but First Amendment rights and your right to keep some portion of what you earn uh, to spend on your family's behalf, it's important that we not have another election like that in 2020. Absolutely vital that we not have that happen. We'll we'll be talking about that a lot over the next year and a half because this next election is going to be, I get tired of, I get as tired of saying it as, as the audience gets of hearing it. Uh, It's sometimes it feels like we say every election is the most important election of our lifetime. The fact is in some ways, especially with the nation this closely divided and the the sides so extreme, or at least one of the sides so extreme, it is literally always the truth. I mean, I've I've seen some of these libertarian unicorns uh, on social media joking about how, I mean, not in a nice way, joking about uh, how conservative activists refer to every election as the most important election ever, as as if they're they're all uh, little boys crying wolf, as if it's some kind of a joke. Well, it does. It is a little bit funny in kind of a grim way if you're actually paying attention, which kind of rules out the unicorns. The uh, the the, <laughs> the 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 stakes are. Hi. Is every election the most important election in history? Uh, Maybe that's a little bit of hyperbole. But when you see what level of extremism Big Left is pushing and pushing into office, pushing into policymaking positions these days, it's not hard to come to the conclusion that as, as frustrating as they are, elections do matter. And when you see that the results of one of those elections was Keith Ellison as the state's top lawyer, when you see that the most populous city in the state is represented by Ilhan Omar, it's it's hard to, you have to be willingly obtuse to not walk away with the idea that yeah, every election is pretty darn important when the other side is advocating for what they do. It is that crazy. By the way, speaking of which, just a quick note to all the progressives out there who spent eight years uh, of the Obama administration chuckling about the occasional Republican, uh, the Republican minority, who made noise about not having a real clear set of answers purportedly about Barack Obama's birth certificate. He's out of office and he can't run again for the presidency. So his birth certificate doesn't matter anymore. So quite, I I do know people who still argue this point. And my response to that is who cares? He's out of office. I mean, if you were to prove that he was born in Kenya or Indonesia or wherever right now, Prove it beyond a a rational doubt uh, right now. It wouldn't matter. He served his eight years. There's not going to be a do-over on it. John McCain is not going to get retroactively put back in office, even if you could, which 
rest in peace. We cannot. But for all, and by the way, most, and we got, if you're a, a smart conservative, and the vast majority of this audience is, you certainly spent some time getting tarred with the very, 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 very broad brush, brush from some of the more snarky liberals of being told that uh, conservatives were a bunch of birthers, a bunch of people who were of the opinion that, that Barack Obama was, in fact, not eligible to be president because he's born in Kenya. And it's the sort of thing that during the Obama administration, I just sort of politely excused myself from the conversation, uh, saying, okay, well, when you've got some evidence that is uh, unambiguously convincing, and there wasn't nearly enough, uh, let me know. I'm all ears. And over the course of eight years, uh, my ears went unsatisfied. I, I Not that I not that I wanted Barack Obama to be president, but, you know, I have to I have to go with the evidence here, folks. But after all that time, for all of my progressive acquaintances and for all of the vast swaths of social media that chimed in assuming that every Republican was, 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 was believed that Barack Obama was an illegitimate president uh, because of alleged issues with his birth certificate. I say, oh, yeah, we're even now. All you progressives who still think all conservatives are birthers or get their information from Alex Jones uh, to, to, and throw that out there to try and put an end to any arguments they might have with conservatives, with Trump supporters. Representative Ilhan Omar from the uh, – it always kills me down inside to say – from the 5th Congressional District – uh, tweeted this past week, and I quote, I believe that impeachment is inevitable. It's also a terrifying notion. Nations struggle every time they overthrow a dictator, and Trump really has the makings of a dictator. Now, by no means is Ilhan Omar the brightest bulb on God's Christmas tree. In fact, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez may be the one thing in Congress, the one person in Congress keeping Ilhan Omar from the title of unquestioned champion of ignorance and overpromotion in the United States House of Representatives. But saying Donald Trump, quote, really has the makings of a dictator. I tell you what, all you liberals who were fumfering and, and caterwauling for all those years about uh, about birthers, about the Alex Jones crowd, about the where's the birth certificate crowd, were even. Not that we, not that your yapping had any merit to begin with, but we are. Let's just give it some undeserved merit. We're even. Oh, we are so even. In fact, it's it, we're we're pulling way ahead. Because of course, Representative Ilhan Omar is also drawing criticism for her comments about Israel. Now, bear in mind, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago uh, in her social media. A few weeks back, Representative Omar participated in, in uh, one of the the classic blood libels about Jews that that Jewish politicians are 
on the payroll of international Zionism, that they're basically controlled, or in some cases, if not financially controlled, then hypnotized by Zionism. And, and I think it's ironic because, of course, as I have talked about in this broadcast and uh, as I have fought with a number of people in the listening audience, and in some cases, former members of the listening audience over, saying that Representative Omar is very similar to the people who, uh, for my two cents, uh, I say ignorantly, say that every Muslim needs to be treated, in the United States, needs to be treated as an enemy. Because the Quran, through the doctrine of takia, instructs all Muslims to deceive the infidels, to see to the, the future subjugation of them. And there is no doubt there are Muslims out there who do that. There is also no doubt that the idea that every Muslim in the world follows the Quran in exactly the same way and interprets every single uh, dotted I and crossed T in the Quran. I know they don't have I's and T's as a rule. It's in Arabic. But uh, the in the Quran, the same exact way, when they don't interpret anything else the same way, even from one mosque to the other, is the same level of paranoid superstition that Ilhan Omar herself is parroting. And, and so the, 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 the greatest single current uh, line of anti-Muslim prejudice uh, in this country, among regrettably Republican circles in, in most cases, is an exact parallel of the jabbering that Representative Omar is doing. That she doesn't get the irony, I don't think, is intentional. I think she's doing exactly what she's paid for. And while she may not be the brightest bulb on God's Christmas tree, well, that may be a defense in this case, although it is not defensible. 651-289-4488, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Good night. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. SelectQuote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Did you ever think that your data may be the most valuable thing in your business? What would happen if you lost your data? Arby's provides backup solutions both on-site and in the cloud to protect your data. We can even set something up so you can keep working while we fix the failed computer. Arby's can protect your data and keep you running. Giving your computer 
Arby's Computer Service. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. All right, here's the great selling point of Relief Factor. Well, actually, the greatest selling point is that it works for the great majority of people who use it. But the big selling factor is really this. You can get all the pain relief benefits of Relief Factor without the negative side effects of ibuprofen. A couple of years ago, with great sciatic pain, I would take ibuprofen a lot. And it helped, but the side effects were so awful after a while that I... I just had to discontinue use, but that's not the problem with relief factor. So that's huge. So if you've been using any form of ibuprofen, now you don't have to with relief factor. Go to relieffactor.com, check out the pricing, and please give it a try because pain is pretty awful. Or call 800-500-8384. That's relieffactor.com. Twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Join us if you'd like, or just uh, go out to the uh, out, out on the Twitter tubes at hashtag Narn Show N A R N Show. Join us there. By the way, you can embark on an extraordinary ten day adventure through Israel with the Stand with Israel tour, December second to the eleventh this year. Explore the Galilee region. Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, get expert insight into the land and the historic sites, plus some pretty posh accommodations, wonderful food, Israeli food, by the way, um, yam, oi, gewalt, such food, and safe transportation on this once-in-a-lifetime experience with Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher. Go am1280thepatriot.com for more details on the Stand With Israel tour. That's uh, coming up this December. It will be a wonder. After this winter, I can see a lot of people thinking a uh, winter tour to the Holy Land, uh, the land of almost no snow, uh, it would be pretty darn fantastic. Anyway, 651-289-4488, uh, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Um, by the way, uh, along with the hearings this past week, I just had to point this out. Uh <clears throat> One of the great tragedies of this uh, past election cycle was the defeat of Randy Jessup uh, in the uh, one of the District 42 House races, I believe. I forget, A or B. Everything north of County Road C might as well be Canada to me. So anyway, but Randy Jessup, uh, who was a friend of the broadcast, uh, many-time guest on the show, uh, and he was one of the victims of the Metro Massacre last November. Uh, he was a competent and useful legislator. Uh, who actually was uh, a, a capable representative to his district. And he stands in, in stark contrast to his replacement, the, the victor in the Metro Massacre in that particular district, a woman named Government Barbie, who uh, Facebooked this past week as after... The, 
Oh, no, her name isn't literally Government Barbie. It's Kelly Moeller, Representative Kelly Moeller. But I'm just going to call her Government Barbie because, well, you'll see why in a second here. Okay. Why? As, as, as you're well aware, if you, are, if you listen to this broadcast, you know that I, uh, along with a lot, of, a, a lot of people like me, do urge you to be an activist, to get out and support not just good candidates at election time, but support good bills in the legislature, to fight bad bills in the legislature, to make it known to your legislators that they uh, are doing a good job or alternately doing a terrible job. And Government Barbie did a terrible job this past week. First of all, voting for a lot of scabrous gun control legislation that will control no crime, will save no lives, will only stigmatize and open for abuse the law-abiding gun owner, stigmatize in the form of uh, the, the, the background gun registration, uh, universal gun registration uh, bill, and open to abuse the red flag gun confiscation order, which basically is the ex-wife or ex-spouse, uh, ex, ex-boyfriend empowerment order. Anyone who wants to really get at you can use them. Anyway, this is what Government Barbie, a.k.a. Representative Moeller, uh, supports. Now, we urge you to get out there and, as we say, melt down the switchboards, clog the inboxes, especially with people who are on the key committees or <clears throat> divisions that see these bills, that, that vote on these bills, that, that add amendments and, and, and refine <laughs> these bills before they go to the floor and then go to the other chamber for consideration. Uh, Government Barbie uh, was, is on one of the committees, and she apparently doesn't like it when us uppity peasants are heard. She wrote this this past week. And when I say wrote, I put it in scare quotes. She... She she uh, exuded, uh, extruded this bit of text product from her yapping maw this past week. Well, nine constituents from the gun lobby spent their time yesterday spamming me with over 500 emails and 100 voicemail messages. Do we have that sounder of the world's smallest violin playing the world's saddest song, Terminator N? Let me look. That's okay. I mean, if you don't have it handy, uh, the, the moment will be gone. But but next time we talk about government Barbie, we'll probably have to uh, have that on standby. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, 500 emails and 100 voicemail messages. I did the following. Put dinner in the crock pot. Presented my bill in the Education Policy Committee. Uh, participated in discussion on multiple bills in education policy. Had seven meetings with constituents, individuals, and groups. Mm-hmm. I bet you did. Uh, number five, worked on a new bill. Number six, helped edit a bill. Well, aren't you special? Uh, number seven, attended caucus and floor session. Number eight, worked on constituent letters. Nine, organized my office. Big of ya. Number 10, prepped for the weekend. Number 11, spent time with my family. And by the way, I still support gun violence prevention measures. So apparently, the the stress of being on a committee that is engaging and, quite frankly, mangling a lot of terrible legislation that will do nothing that it is presumed to, that is portrayed as attempting to do, i.e. prevent crime, save lives, none of the above, and being on the committee that, that, that is, is undertaking this, this stomping and backing over freedom for the law-abiding citizen is funny to government Barbie.
Representative Mueller, I'm sorry. Can you tell I'm sorry? And the idea that that she calls out the fact that these are non-constituents, this needs to be put in her face politely, civilly, but very matter-of-factly. When you are on a committee that is considering this stupid, counterproductive legislation whose consequences aren't even unintended, let's be honest. There's nothing unintended about the consequences of these bills. These laws, should they pass, which this session they will not, but again, more later. The fact that there are no non-constituents when you're on a committee that's considering a bill like this, Representative Moeller. I'm not sure that it should be up to a conservative talk show host to educate you about how the committee process is supposed to work. I will also point out in your defense that since you're a freshman in the legislature and your leader is Ryan Winkler, a person who is stomping on and backing over transparency in government, that this, if this is your legislative role model, and in a sense, perforce it must be, that it makes sense that this is the greatest command you have on the notion of, of what the role of a committee is and what government transparency is supposed to be. It's unsurprising. It's all that can be expected of you. It is also ample grounds to make you a one-term legislator, if we can possibly imagine it. And if you're a Republican up there in the 42, your mission here is clear. Send Barbie back to crockpotting, to presenting, uh, to, to spending time with the family, to, to, to hobnobbing with the other near-suburban elites. This is not your place. Representative Moeller, when we come back, all of the shenanigans in the hearings last week and look ahead to next week. Northern Alliance, Sam 12A, The Patriot. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, EVRcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. 
Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-918-7169. 800-918-7169. That's 800-918-7169. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A- Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.